And now for the main event, the Tag Team Champions of the World, try to will y'all player haters, and the VDI, the I'm Telling You Podcast. Was popping in the streets now. You coming in your own lives, yeah. That's how you're gonna say Yeah, you, I can respond. I got something to see, and I can respond before my phone was being used. So, you know, that's just what that I'm just saying, right? man. Okay, I'm getting the show. Get out there. Shit, what we got going on? I don't know what's for a topic. Shit, ain't what you want. What is this? It's a Astro World. <laughs> Captain Morgan, Astro World, man, what, give people a rundown if they, what you know, Astro World, what you heard allegedly, or no, nah, this, this shit happened. Yeah. We, don't, we don't know who responsible, so. It's what? two stories going out there. Okay, what's the story here? One, people were saying that it was a dude going around the concert with a syringe with something in it mm-hmm. and was shooting people up. In the neck. In the neck. The other one is saying that the people who died and was because people died and was injured, it was because of the surge of the crowd. Because I'm about to say Travis Barker, what's his name? Travis Porter. I mean, <laughs> Travis Scott. Travis Scott. They say his concerts be wild and shit. Like he encourages wild shit at his concerts. Mm-hmm. Like he had one where they he was telling the. <laughs> basically told the fans to rush jump the fence and he had hundreds of kids jumping over the fence running into it was so many people running in the concert they couldn't do nothing about it police just standing there watching then they they caught like the disabled kid no <laughs> lie no <laughs> lie it was a disabled kid he, he was trying to get there to do it the police was like come on man come on man they should have let Buddy in he let everybody else go right man yeah. but they saying that he encourages this type of behavior. So, like, if you're in an area with so many people, apparently, when I was in there, KG, when the uh, when the crowd gets mushes together, mm-hmm. you can get officiated. Which mean you suffocate. You can't get no no wind in. And apparently, so many people in the space, so much space. Messes up the oxygen to where it's like it's hard to breathe. There's too many people in here. Because they sucking out the oxygen. They sucking, they, yeah. And they, and they, and they, and they some of them be and they take big old breaths. And, and they hype. <laughs> yeah, they on drugs. Yeah, they yeah, jumping around. Yeah. So everybody's breathing hard yeah. in this spot, in this space. And people was passing out and dying. And one kid got trampled. <clears throat> he was on his daddy's shoulders. His daddy picked him up so he could see. And then... The crowd went to moving, and I guess a little buddy fell down and got stepped on. And That's how he, you heard? He's suing. Yeah, I heard. Okay. It's like 500 lawsuits. I heard. Um, I, I seen something that they were saying that uh, I don't know. The, I did hear about the, the dude with the syringe poking piece allegedly uh, poked the security guard in the neck. He was poking other people in the neck. Um. Uh, Travis 
<laughs> Porter. <laughs> no. Travis Scott. Yeah, Travis Scott is uh, reportedly supposed to be paying for everybody's funeral. Uh, Roddy Rich, I heard him on the radio. He's donate his whole... Um, be Jizzle, what's happening, bro? Uh, you can just read that in there. Yeah, but it, it was... Okay, see, this is... Oh, see, this my shit. But, uh, yeah, Ryder Rich, he gonna donate what he made at the concert to the families of the people who lost. Um, a lot of people who, uh, you know what I'm saying, they they turn in supporting when they can. It was one clip where they, they played... Uh, Travis Scott song, everybody started booing to the DJ played it. Like now nah, they can change that shit. But then on the flip side, I heard that it was basically it was a a satanic ritual celebration. They had the uh, the stage and they had the the spiral thing where you know make it look like you know that shit. Mm-hmm. And they had some uh, Travis Scott had a shirt on that said "See you on the other side," where you know people was. Stepping from the living through, you know what I'm saying, and, and they're on the dead, and it was just they were just showing, uh, or allegedly saying that, you know what I'm saying, it was like a, it was a satanic ritual, you know what I'm saying. So, and that that type of music and those that type of vibe it creates those types of people, you know what I mean. Those are the types of people who are, in my opinion, this is just my opinion, diehard Travis. Scott fans, you know what I'm saying? He might have a couple songs here and there, but mm. the people who are really like this. I couldn't tell you a Travis Scott song. Unless. If I, you probably couldn't think of one, but if I said a song, you probably, yeah, I heard yeah, it. Yeah, but I, that was, I couldn't right. tell you know what I'm saying? I don't, I, don't, I don't know a song that's like, that's Travis Scott. Right. I mean, he's he's for the new generation, but he, he makes all right music. He's, he has a different genre, but like I said, they said it was, it was a satanic ritual. Um, it could be true. I don't, I mean, I. I don't know, man. Black folks think everything is satanic ritual. Yeah, they do, but it wasn't even, this wasn't necessarily a black person that was saying it, you know, but it, they just break down, you know, take different steel shots and people can manipulate pictures to fit yeah. their story, you know what I'm saying? But at the same time, it just makes you wonder, like, damn, could it, you know what I'm saying? And this is deciphering information. That's a, that's a major key just because somebody tell you something, you'll take that as facts or, yeah. you know what I'm saying, without doing, even the game back in school where you used to say something, you tell one the person. Telephone game. That's what we used to call it. You tell one person by the time it get to the end, to the end it don't change. It ain't some, you know, you only say it once and the shit all fucked up and that just, that just goes to show you that that's how much things can change between people. You know what I'm saying? So, did they say what the ritual was supposed to do? Uh, it from what I was from what I was thinking. I know I didn't finish the whole video. Mm-hmm. That's what I was looking for before we uh went live. But um, from my take is it was gonna be some sacrifices. Eight people got killed. Sorry, rest in peace. My condolences to the family. Um, but it was it was it had something to do with normally when it's a ritual, it's normally a sacrifice involved. You know what I mean? So I don't know. And at the end of the day, like on that stage or something, you know what I mean? It might be, you can't just have a regular, it has to be at, you know what I mean? I don't know. I don't, there's it, it's no limit to these people. It, you, I can't put, I, I can't put it past. Could be. You know what I mean? But that's just what I heard about it, man. And I'm it's sorry, it's, it's a tragic. Because what, 
But my thing is like this made so much so much news because it was so much so many people. Eight people, that's like a mad if eight people got shot, that'd be a mad shooting. So it's like a mass death, what it was considered. But it's like not trying to downplay it, but at those type of concerts, people get hurt and die all the time. Right. This ain't nothing. My, 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 my space. Yeah. And if you if your fan base is on that like little Uzi and all them people if your fan base is into that type of gothic, then of course you gonna play it up. You gonna put, you gonna have satanic shit on your stack, whether you really doing a ritual or not. You you gotta play up to your fan base, right? Right. So the rock and roll dude. Yeah, your fan base is really about that life. Yeah. Whether it's your image or not, so they are listening to you and you are promoting. That's the whole thing. You okay, Trap? We got you. Promote what we want you to promote to provoke these people to do. You know what I'm saying? And that's, yeah, that's, I don't think that's, there's no ritual. I think it's just people that at a super dope, super. Anybody got anybody got a, uh, uh, a take on it? Do you think it was a ritual? Or you just think it was a tragic accident? But it is messed up. Our condolences goes out. They said a little was a ritual. Kanye's mama was a ritual. They said he was. They Beyonce, said, uh, Super Bowl was a ritual. Everything is a ritual. I mean, anytime you start putting, if it don't matter if you put pyramids and eye horse and, and comedic symbols up, oh yeah, that's a, that's a ritual right there. Conjuring. Now, I'm not saying that I don't believe that there's people out there who actually or believe that type of stuff and they, they actually perform a ritual. Right. But, I just think it's cool. It's a strange coincidence that every once a person reaches a certain level of success, it's a group of people out there who always try to make whatever they're doing satanic. Like, why do why do people why do people want to connect success to the devil like that? So I got since I'm lit and I'm making all this money, got all this fans, I got to be doing something wrong. Maybe my shit just hit hard, cuz. Right. I, 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 can, I can feel you on that. But I think a lot of it come from people who will start to expose things on a higher level. You know what I'm saying? As far as one that I know that one of the first was a pop. You know what I'm saying? And that's why certain certain things, you know what I'm saying? You can only go, even certain rappers today, it's a, uh, I think you, this your boy, The Baby. What he said, uh, Somebody must be blocking. They won't let them in the room. You know what I'm saying? They block it. They block it. You know, it's some some along them lines. Basically, I can't get no further. Yeah, the gatekeepers. You know what I'm saying? So whatever we got going on, if you want to enter here, then there's things that you may have to compromise with within yourself to to be this successful. And that's the what people get that idea from. You know what I'm saying? It just didn't come from. They don't know. They just know that other people said, "Hey." I'm not, it's been other, I mean, especially when you become successful, because then you have an influence. And you have an influence, I mean, you have a voice. So they want to influence your voice. Some people are with it, some people aren't. You know what I'm saying? And it, it's, I mean, like I say, I can't say what events or which, and say that is, I believe it though. I mean, it's, at some point, in certain situations, 
it has to be a sacrifice. What are you going to sacrifice? What do you have to, what do you have for collateral? What are you willing to give us to get wherever it, everything takes something. It's, it's, it's too, it's nothing, nothing for free. You got to work hard to get something or somebody give you something. It's something on the back end. That shit ain't always sweet. I mean, everything comes two-sided. You got to take the good with the bad. It just depends you on know, how bad you want. You know a little is trouble when you got to twist off top. Captain <laughs> <laughs> Gloria, man. So, uh, yeah, but. Like I said, it could be. That's, that's, that's. that's I, ain't, I ain't in there, so I don't know. I ain't in those rooms, so I don't know whether or not it is. Right. Like they say, I don't, allegedly, once you get to a certain point, and you want to cross over, then it's, it's just certain but things that. Didn't the baby just do Rolling Loud, like, one of the biggest events there yeah, is? He, how, what, like, what does he, what, how further she trying to get? Now he like, then Rolling Loud. He was just, he came out for Rolling Loud on 50 Cent set, and then he renegotiated, and then they brought him back. To roll them out to, to, I guess, some more dates or whatever. So, whatever, he had to go through some steps because he did something. 50 Cent, I know 50 Cent, he's like, 50 Cent gave me some, you know what I'm saying, real game, and I appreciate that. So, I guess they became real cool, you know what I'm saying, real close. And he kind of mentoring them and tell them, like, you know what I'm saying, I understand you from the streets, you hood, but you gotta leave that shit outside the door. True. You know what I'm saying? That's the difference. You can't come in. Nobody's not gonna want to do business with you acting that way. The serious money makers. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then once you, you can make all the money, do all this. You got all this respect, but that's why you get to certain artists. They start getting tattoos removed. They getting their gold teeth taken out. I just want some pearly whites. They get. You know what I'm saying? You look presentable because you're trying to do. Business with people who have, you know what I'm saying? You're transitioning. They're not just going to take you as you are. Yeah. And that, and you don't never know what the rules and obligations are to enter their shit. So it might be some fucked up shit because they might be into some fucked up shit because they got a lot of money. And it just comes to say, do you think money changes people? Yeah. I think it can. I think more kind of exposes you for who, how you really are and how you really act when you, cause you know, once you, once you hit a level financially where you feel like you don't really need nobody, then you, you have the, the leeway to act different because fuck you at the end of the day. You can't do nothing for me. What do I, if I piss you off, so what? If you don't like me, so what? I'm still, because I'm not doing business over here. I'm doing business over here as long as they like me. So I think a lot of people, it kind of exposes who they are. And I think it also changes people around you, too, when you get money. Because right. people will start to act different, positively and negatively, towards you. Because you got money. Oh, he think he all that because he this and he think he this and that. Or they get to that do boy level of yo, whatever you say, boss, whatever, <coughs> whatever you want. That yeah, that's yeah, that's right. That's a great idea. That's no one could be sitting there knowing it's a shitty idea. Like this dude army 
I mean, with the Hellcat. He under federal indictment. He put up a, he made an app for the Fire Stick where you could stream basically yeah, every case. Yeah. So he like, my lawyer, I went to my lawyer and my lawyer said it was okay. And this dude who was breaking it down was like, if you got enough money, you can always find a lawyer. If you can pay him enough money, you can find a lawyer that's going to tell you whatever you're doing is fine. Yeah, you good. Because you paying him so much money, it's like, yeah, I'll tell you whatever you want me to eat. But at the end, end of the day, he's probably not a criminal lawyer. He's probably a financial lawyer. It's a difference. He may not have any idea about criminal laws. He just knows about money. And I know that you making a lot of it. And you paying me a lot of it. Yeah, it's fine. I, re- I went home last night and I did a Google search about what you was talking about. And it seems okay. So, yeah, it's fine. Check, please. Yeah. They charging a regular people lawyers be charging one fifty, two fifty hours. So what you think a rich man lawyer? Because the rich man, more than likely, is not going to that guy because I got money. I want the best. And in our community, the black and brown community, we tend to think that the best is the one that costs the most. So he charged the most. He must be a good he ass got, lawyer. He got to be the best. He got to be the best. But he don't have. You got financial lawyers, you got criminal lawyers, you got entertainment lawyers. They all different. Just like that, you don't can't go to one doctor for everything. Right. You go see a doctor about your knee, and he send you to a knee doctor who might send you to a bone doctor who might send you to a muscle doctor. So they can all they all put their PC in to figure out what's wrong with you. Same thing with lawyers. You can't get one lawyer for everything. The lawyer who help you beat the case. Make, ain't necessarily the lawyer that you need to let, look at your contract. He don't know shit about contract. And I, and I shit. There's no one way to do a lot of shit. Most of the shit. What's happening? Fred, that's what's happening. But yeah, that, I don't know what people feel, you know, in the means of street rules is the only way. Like, you have to be diverse. Shit change. There's no one, one set, nothing. I mean, but yeah, you, you, you right about that. I mean, I mean, hey. Oh, yeah, I went to no stupid ass lawyer. Yeah, you need you need a team, well, man. Everything is you need. Like we, I did a, a move for this lady, and she called herself doctor. Well, when they get over there, she's a psychologist. So you know what I mean, and then uh, I, I took uh, our brother over there, got that fifty, and then he was, he was, uh, he said something, something a little sideways, you know, he like, some something about a doctor. I was like, I said, doctor doesn't mean in medical field. It just means you, you got a school, doctor. You got a doctor and degree. You got, you know what I'm saying? And he was like, yeah, I told her that my aunt was a doctor. Really? And, and what she and what she do? I said she taught teachers. She was a doctor in early childhood education. <laughs> so just because you're a doctor doesn't mean you is is you know what I'm saying, medical related, man. So I, I just encourage our people to Yeah, your mind, man. Chris is a doctor. Yeah. But she, she's a pharmacist. <laughs> she has out medicine. She don't you don't go to her and say, Hey, my nose and stuff is this, I need you. She gives you she knows some things because she knows what's prescribed for what. But she's not the person you go to when your elbow hurt. Unless you want some pain medicine. Because she's not an elbow doctor. 
Chasing that chicks. It's <laughs> just that chicks. Let's go right on alone. Okay. Um. When do you think is a good age for your kid? Just like the reason I tell you why, like stop playing. Ain't no more playing. It's time to get serious. What? <laughs> 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 or is that such a thing? I was uh, moving this lady, and she had some. I guess it was just it was it was it was somewhat. I guess she ain't like that. It was just what she said. But she was like, "No, nah, him him play with toys. He's six years old. It's time for him to he ain't play with no toys." And she like. Yeah, you take that. Uh, all right. So um, I was just trying to figure out. That's what made me ask that question. Like, when is the appropriate time? Or when you say that? Hey, what was her ethnicity? Ethnicity. Black and brown. <laughs> Something black and brown. <laughs> black and brown. She was black. Okay. She was black. Lady. And That's she weird. was. And she. When I went over there, she had. Uh, you know, she had. Um, she had her own little, she made t-shirts too. Yeah. I guess the t-shirt is her son. She's like, my son got a t-shirt business and this and that. I guess she's coming on the point of the business side of it. I guess, you know what I mean? Trying to, ain't no time to be playing this time. You, I guess, to take over the business to learn. I guess she's trying to break the generational curse. That's my take from what I perceive she was saying. But whatever your reasoning is, what would you... Consider a appropriate time to say, "Hey, it's time to put the toys down," or like, "Hey, be a kid." What, what's your take on that? Be a kid. I think it's okay to push your kid, especially six years old. Is out of the question. Definitely, that's <laughs> kindergarten. Like, it ain't time to be serious yet. But I will say, if there's something. I don't care if they six years old, they sixteen. If there's something that your kid has a specific interest in, yes, invest, invest, invest then, in that. Yeah, and so if you got a kid, just one of the easiest examples to use. You got a kid ten years old, plays football, good football player, and they dream at ten years old is. I want to grow up and play football. At that point, football becomes a little more serious. This is what you want to do. We can start working on this. We need to do some football stuff. Yeah. Everything is going to be. We don't cut out you being a kid, though. Right. But when it's football time, it's, it's time to work, put in the work. You can have fun in the game. But the practices, the drills, the conditioning, we're going to put this as work time. The game, now it's time to enjoy the work you put in. I'm in the game now. Go out there and show your ass, my boy. Ain't no yelling, I ain't going to be yelling from the sideline. Oh, he worked on this all week. So let him go play. Once it's time to play, let him play. But practices and stuff like that, you take a little bit more serious. If they play the trumpet, you take that time. That practice time, a little bit more serious. All the way up to 
And that's something that everybody should apply, even adults. Whatever it is you're trying to do, you got to Yo. take that serious. You got to be able to say set aside time specifically for that. Just like what's happening, bro. Just like with the um, with the trading that I do. Yeah, I had to refocus myself again to say, hey, I got spend. I need to spend an hour a day between looking at the class, taking the class, because there's hella classes in the group for me to take that I hadn't been through yet. Right. It's like, I need to spend at least an hour a day. An hour out of the day is no time. Spend an hour a day, focus on this, if you want to be serious about it. If you're not just trying to have this, this is something I do, it's a hobby, I trade, make a little couple dollars on the side. But if you want to be serious about it, you have to dedicate a certain amount of time. But for a kid, I don't think there's ever a time where you just fully cut off. You don't play with toys no more. You can't play no video right. games. You can't go hang out with your friends. Because it's there's going to get to a point where they have enough freedom to do what they want to do. And you don't want them to be trying to live out all that repressed kidness at that point in life. You don't want your kid who you had. They ain't been able to do nothing but football every day of the week, weekends, no friends, no no toys, no nothing. Everything is football, football, football. Then the kid grows up. He's great at football. He gets the scholarship. He goes to college, and now you're not there, and he wows the hell out. Right. Because I've never, I've never been able to really have friends outside of football. I've never been able to really do anything outside of football. Now I'm here, and you're not. Right. I can do whatever I want to do. And I want, yeah, and that's, that's, that's what they say happened to Michael Jackson. He kept, he, he was pushed so hard to focus on his craft and to be what he was that he never had time to be a kid. So when he got some time and some money, hey, I'm gonna do some shit that I never got to do. Yeah. And he's like, damn, bro, you ain't never did that? He's like, no, I didn't. Most people did that when they were kids. So people associate that with, with that. (laughs) But, Sound like you got the butt flu. No, I ain't got no. But yeah, I, I agree with you. Um, there's no age that you like, hey kid, you just stop playing with toys. But if there are, if when things become more serious, you dedicate more time to it. So that just leaves more time for them to do all of the playing and stuff they want to do. The little time that they have left after they go to practice, they, you know what I'm saying, do this, they doing whatever they got to do, going to school, get ready. To, that leaves them little time to have their little free time. So let them do what they want to do with their free time. But invest in your kids if they into something. Your kids in the art, invest in them. They want to play sport, invest in them. Invest in them means more than just spending money, man. Show up to the, uh, show up to your kids' game. You know what I'm saying? Be, uh, to, show up to your daughter's gymnastics. Sign them up for gymnastics. Let them play. Let them play, be involved in sports. I know it might cost a lot of money. It was nothing when we were coming up. It was $10 pine bill. You get your $10 pine bill card. They come through, pick you up. Now it's $150, $200. 150. I mean, you know what I'm saying? It's, it, it, it's a little money. It's beneficial for the child. You know what I mean? Because now it's real. Everything's social media. There's no real involvement. Everything is create a, 
Now he, they finna change uh, Facebook to Metal 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 World Metaverse. Metaverse. Boy, where you can create your own baby like a, a Sim. You create your house and your your avatar and you better get in all that. You know what I'm saying? So because it's gonna be evolved cryptocurrency. You can have to, you can use all that to. So like Rob was saying, man, if you into investing, if you're not. Get look into it, man, because I think that's a smart thing. Instead of using your time and energy, use money to make you some money. And check this out. What's that? Right. If you think about investing, Facebook is a good entry. The stock done shot up since they made the metaverse announcement. It's still it's not at a good price, a good entry price, but it's still a good stock to get in. But this is going to be the key. I'm going to give out some free jewelry right free now. Free jewelry. Some free diamonds right now. Don't. What's up, Larry? Don't forget or neglect the stocks that are going to be related to Metaverse. The Microsoft is doing a partnership with them. The technology country. The companies that do virtual, make virtual reality programming, the companies that make virtual reality equipment, Metaverse is going to need all of that to be able to function. So, where you might not have enough money, or you might not feel like you have enough money, because you can put, you can set your account to invest $5 every day into Facebook. You don't have to go out and buy the whole 200 whatever dollar stock. You can put in $5 a day. Y'all people don't know that. You can set your account to invest $5 a day in the Facebook stock and build your stock that way. But if you feel like you're one of those people that I just want to go out and buy a game, whatever, but $280, I can't really buy a whole lot of that. There's some companies out there. I ain't going to do all the work for you. Google. There's some companies out there that are metaverse related. That are very affordable right now. So that might be stock you might want to buy and sit on it. Hold it for five to ten years. Boom. Yeah, man. Little Dre, Dre Scott said 10 wasn't 100, but it wasn't a 10 the other day. Yeah, it's, it's, it's different. It's just, it's, it's, it fluctuates because I guess the price of, you know what I'm saying, things go up. It's, it's, but it's, it's basically equal to the same thing. It's, you know what I mean? And, and, from from my point of view, man. Hell, ten dollars was a tank of gas back then. Right, gas was gas was seventy nine, eighty nine, ninety nine. You know what I'm saying? But now that's why, as we just was saying, what you don't want to do is take your money and sit it in one of these punk ass bank accounts that's going to give you below one percent per year annually. For your uh, uh, interest rate in your savings account, Daniel uh, Mitchell posted that the other day. Did it take eight hundred and something years to double your money in a bank account? <laughs> take that money. Make passive income is good, but active income is better. Take your money and put it into something that is constantly moving, is constantly growing. Whether that's stocks. Whether that's buying, nobody does bonds anymore because bonds is kind of trash. But stocks, whether you're trading options, 
in your spare time, especially people who work from home or have off days, these rotating off days where you might be off on Tuesday or Wednesday, you can use Tuesday and Wednesday as the day to trade uh, trade options, cryptocurrency. It's a lot, and a lot of these terms are unfamiliar to us. But I'm gonna tell you right now, I guarantee it. I stand by it. There's a lot of information out there that you don't even have to pay for. Information you get for free. Google, YouTube can teach you a ass load about stock market yeah, they are, trading they are, and investing. Yeah, they already know it's just that if you into it, you gonna you gonna research. You know what I mean? And Kim, I sent you if you still watching. I sent you that information to your inbox. I don't know if you seen it or not, but it's in there. I said I was gonna do it. And I guarantee it. I stand by. Family and and, and and Dred Scott said family is a business by definition when you go to the origins of the word, and I agree with that because in my eye, family is just like anything else. It's made up of many parts, and if it comes together and all the parts are doing what they're supposed to do, it's gonna be a family. Nowadays, family's not the same. A lot of people put up memes of when grandma died, family's not the same because they was the glue. They came from a different mindset. and they, You know what I'm saying? And now it's like anytime that family, just people in general, anytime you run into trouble, you're not ready to fight through the trouble. You're ready to get out as quick as you can. To, you know what I'm saying? To, mm-hmm. And... So there's no more that that that's uh, that being a you know what I'm saying in the trenches really going through it like nobody they they don't have to go through that now because a lot of the mentality is I don't need a man I don't need nobody I'll do it. you know what I'm saying everything everything is selfish but at the end of the day you you do at some point it you just you know what I'm saying everything about balance man you can't just be so focused on yourself because that goes back to the mentality of which we were in that we in that we talked about last week about the guy who was two guys were going to eat and they both he said they were going to eat he went and bought three slices of pizza mm-hmm. I went and bought three slices of pizza and they were $9 a piece but we could have got a whole pie a whole pizza for $15 mm-hmm. and had an extra slice of pizza so that we got to change our mentality man because when, that's part of the problem when I, it, when I asked you what you finna do at the pizza shop, this is what I took out of it. Right. You was thinking in the terms of, on the side of like, he finna try to get me to get him something. Right. So he's like, what you finna do? He's like, I'm finna get some pizza. And Buddy like, okay, he should have left because he was in, he was with the mindset where this is a teachable moment. I'm gonna let you do what you, I could intervene and right. say, hey, no, you finna get some pizza, I'm finna get some pizza. Let's just, Put it in together and get the whole piece. Right. But no, this is that won't get the lesson because I'm gonna let you spend your nine dollars. I'm gonna spend your nine dollars and then we're gonna sit down and I'm gonna explain to you we could for fifteen, we could have saved uh three dollars and got the whole pie and four dollars. Four dollars. Two dollars pizza. <laughs> and got the whole pie and had two extra slices of pizza. But you when I asked you what you doing, you looking at me like yeah, I'm finna buy some pieces. I'm finna buy some pieces. That, that, that's kind of what I want. Like, the mentality is just, like, everybody for self. Everybody's, you know, um, I'm doing for me. It's good. Life about balance. Remember that. You got to think about yourself, but sometimes it's good to think about others. Because you're going to need other people in life. <laughs> and see, 
part of that issue is too. On the other side, we have to realize that some of the times these people who move a certain way around us move that way because they know us. Like, if you've been a person, you're a person that's been bad with money ever since I knew you. You may have changed. You know what I mean? You may have realized the error of your ways, but when it comes to you trying to do something with me with money, I'm still remembering the guy who's bad with money. So now I don't want I'm not going to put So that's where the show and prove comes in to where we have to as individuals step up because I was I was like I was a dude at one point in time. I'll tell you a lot real quick. <laughs> I admit it, I shoot you a quick one. It didn't bother me at all. Whether I did it for I did it mostly for my entertainment purposes, but I did it somewhat for the entertainment purposes of people around me. Because shit gets boring. Yeah. So I'm, I'm just finna, it's a excitement. I'm just finna start talking and whatever the hell I say. You believe it, you don't believe it. I'm finna, I'm finna start talking. <laughs> I admit that. I was that guy. So I'm at the point where I understand to where sometimes I'll tell somebody something and they kind of be like, mm, I don't know. So I had to move into the mode of, I'll show you. Instead of just telling you this is what's going on, here, look, look at that. I'll show you what's going on. It's the same thing. Yes, there are people out here who are just of a shelfless mentality to where it's just like, I'm I'm not worried about nobody. I'm not trying to help nobody else. You stay over there. I'm stay over there. But some of the time, the way people treat us is our fault because they're just going on the history that they know of us. The same way that the, a judge will look at your criminal history and say, yep, 25 years. You've been fucking up for a long time. When we go to different people with opportunities, they look at your history too and like, mm, I don't know if I want to get him no money because since we was kids, he's been fucking money up. So you have to start showing and proving this is what I got going on. This is what I'm going to do. And I'd like for you to be a part of it. That's you know, yeah, I mean, exactly. teachable moment. That that go that go right into what the, the next one you had said when the the filler you was talking about. I'm feeling my hat right now too. Okay. Oh, I'm gonna feel that motherfucker. That motherfucker crazy, boy. I feel like what that boy Rufus Buck. I feel like Rufus Buck out here. Okay, Ruf. I feel like Rufus Buck out here with his hat on right now, man. Okay, Ruf. Yeah, sir. But what you gonna say about the, the filler you, you had? Mm-hmm. That someone asked you about. Um... Oh, well, I had said probably two episodes ago. I said that a man should not be trying to date if he don't have his shit together. So somebody came to me and was like, "Oh, I don't agree with that. That just because somebody doesn't have money or don't have, they might be in between jobs, yada yada yada. You know, that doesn't mean they shouldn't date or be trying to find. They don't deserve somebody special." So I had to explain to them why I felt that way. And I stand by it. And, and what did you tell them? Okay. So basically, Kim said, I like that shit, my boy. You're <laughs> 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 But uh, 
This is why I feel that way. Right? If you look at it like this, most men in our society, okay, no, let's flip it back. Most women in our society started out young, getting their own apartments, their own houses, so on and so forth. Especially the ones who had children early. Even if they may have had assistance, government assistance, so parental assistance, whatever, they had their own place. It doesn't matter if the rent was $700 a month or the rent was $150 a month. They had that responsibility. Or $15 a month. Or $15 a month. If you ain't got nothing, $15 is a lot. But most, a lot of women had that experience early. Taking care of a household, taking care of a child, so on and so forth. A lot of us as men had more of a cushion. We stayed home longer than a lot of women did. We were still living in mom and daddy's house. We were still eating mom and daddy food for a little bit longer than a lot of women were. So my position is, once a person is out on their own, and when I say on their own, I mean you are responsible for that domicile. If you don't pay the rent, the rent don't get paid. If the light, you don't pay the light bill, the light bill don't get paid. If you don't buy groceries, you don't got no groceries. Having that type of responsibility helps you to understand what it takes to maintain a household. If you got somebody who has never really been wholly responsible for anything in their life, they've been able to spend their money however they want to, then they get into a situation to now where I'm in the household with other people and that other person is looking at me to be a provider and I'm still in the mind state of, well, I don't want to do that with my money. I want to do this with my money. I don't want to pay. Why we got to pay this this week? I can pay that later on. I can do. It's just a, a mindset of understanding what it takes to keep a house afloat. And there are a lot of men out there, younger men, mostly younger men, 20s, late 20s, some in their early 30s, who've never had that experience. They've always been under somebody else's roof. They've never had that experience of being the one that has to maintain everything so they don't respect what it takes to maintain everything. So they'll slack on their duties. Okay. Um, for why you saying that? I just want to interject on the other half. <laughs> the way the the way the system is set up. If you are a convicted felon, most apartments you cannot live in. You cannot own them in your own name because you are a convicted felon because you put the people who live in the apartment at risk. Insurance purposes, whatever reason is, they will not. It's a lot you cannot do once you're a convicted felon. And a lot of times, because of the way the system is set up, I think that it pushed a lot of our men towards that way to be in that position that they're never be able to do it. But at a lot of times, the men were a lot of the back row. A lot, in a lot of situations, were a lot of the back row from whether it was. He wasn't financially. I'm going to say financially. 
Some women, they get their child support every month. The man's well off. He's taking the money's not the problem. But he don't spend time with the kids. That's their that's their issue. Then you have some that don't spend time with the kid and don't pay no child support. Mm-hmm. You have all the different types of situations, but society helped force it into where we are now. Like you were saying, a lot of the single mothers with assisted living, that was part of it. Just like the woman was learning to, or the girl, the young woman was learning to become a mother and how to deal with that. The father should have been a part of learning that with that, but that's not the way that it was set up. It was set up to where, hey, we're going to help you, but no man can't live here. The same thing that she was living, he was supposed to be living. You just, it just goes through life as, if no one, if you never been through it or no one told you, you don't know. Until you go through it or someone tell you, then that's that's when you know. At the same time, though, if he was helping from the get go, would she have needed their help? Possibly, possibly not. But it's okay. Needing, okay, just saying. <clears throat> sometimes, like the, I feel like the government program is it is you. It can be used as a stepping stone. Mm-hmm. But a lot that's of people that I know. Don't use it as a stepping stone. They just hustle. It's a lifestyle. It's you know what I'm saying. I'm just gonna chill. You know what I'm saying. It's it's used to. It depends on your mindset. Mm-hmm. And you have different mindsets for all different types of people. Some people take that as being, hey, I'm gonna use this time to uh, save up some money, like you were saying. I'm gonna put five dollars a day in the stock. Most people can't even save five dollars a day for their personal use, and you talking about stock. I think that has a lot to do with the general because we get money, we spend money without understanding the financial power that we have with the money, the, the things, you know what I'm saying? So we go out and buy some bullshit and then as you get older, you realize like, damn, I should have, I, I could have, I would have, I should have. But it's maybe too late for you. and not, It's never too late as long as you wake up every morning and you got a chance to correct some of the things but instill that, put that knowledge into your kids so that they won't make the same mistake. Um, like I said, I just feel like a lot of the time the way it's set up, I, like you're saying, a lot of women grow up faster than men because a lot of times women are obligated not to take care of the child. If the man don't want to be there or not, if she's a decent woman or a human being, she's going to raise her child because it's her child, regardless mm-hmm. of whatever the situation is. So, I thought you fell down out there, mama. No. So, with that being said, you know what I mean? You're going to do what you have to do. And it just be, it's just, it, I just, it just, it's so many things that just turn against each other instead of looking at the big picture. And, and I just, how I feel from either me, boyfriend or girlfriend, mother, baby father, baby mama, it's, it's just, uh, black men, white, everything is just divisive. Divisive. Everything is divisive. How to divide, how to divide. And if you just think about what we have in common, then we come together and overcome that. But as long as we stay focused on what divides us, I'm from the east side, nigga. I'm from the west side, nigga. I'm from the goddamn north side. I'm from Atlanta, nigga. I'm from Albany. I'm from, you from Georgia. You live in this, like, when you die, you're just gonna be in the same ground. You probably gonna be in the same cemetery. 
I'm just bullshitting. Man. <laughs> I'm just bullshitting. I'm just saying you can be from wherever no, you from. Now that boy is in the hood. Yeah. At the end of the day, that shit don't mean nothing. T-Mo, Lizzie Mo said, Omar, that hat killer. And cuz over the Fresh Prince. What's good, fam? I appreciate yeah. that, my boy. Yeah, you, you know, know what's going on when you see Jesse Jubilee, you know going on? It's Ralph, too. You know I like well, Ralph. Yeah, you Ralph. stay with Ralph. It's Ralph, too. Man, did I tell you? Look. Hey, G, you got that, that charger for the camera yet, bro? We ready to shoot our commercial and then you got them skits, man. Ask, ask me what I want for my birthday. Good white so. What you doing? Ralph Lauren stop. <laughs> so, long story short, she gave me the money to buy the Ralph Lauren stop. But today's price is not yesterday's price. It went up. It went up. And you know me as an investor, I refuse to pay the top premium. We got to buy the dip. We got to buy the dip. So I'm holding that money until that dip to where I want to get in at. Then I'll buy my stock. Because when it's blood in the street, it's time to eat. It's time to eat. And that's what's up, man. Yeah, man. Don't want what I want for my birthday. You know what I want for some Ralph Lawrence. I want some stocks. Some stocks. Anybody ask me from this point on, what you want for your some stocks? Some stocks. Some stocks. That's all I want. <laughs> some stocks. Because a lot of people don't understand when you get stocks, no matter how many or how little, you've just become a partial oh. owner of that company. That Ralph Lauren stocks make me a partial owner of Ralph Lauren. Every annually, every yearly, for every year that I hold Ralph Lauren stock, I get a check just because I held the stock because this is my company. They got to pay me. I'm part of the company. I can pass that stock down to my daughter. Now you own Ralph Lauren. I asked her. What was her favorite? What, what company makes her favorite thing? And she was also 13 year old. She don't even know. I was going to buy her Where? some of that company and give it to her for her birthday. Now you own that company. That's yours. You get a check for the rest of your life. Long as you hold it, you get a check from this company. That's yours. And I think that's, that's part of one of the things that we have to do to break the generational curses that that are going through, man. You just have to find a way to quit trading our time and energy for money. Oh, your boy said he ready, bro. Ready. Gregory, what you call him? I don't know. Oh, he ready? Okay. He said he ready, bro. G. G, G said he ready, bro. Okay, well, we, we coming out though. All right, we're going to we're going, we're going, what's going on? I'm going to have to get a new hat. You got to get a new hat. Yeah, I'm in the hats now, man. Ain't nothing wrong with that. I like hats. Ain't nothing wrong with it. Oh, yes. You remember? I used to take hickey hats and wear them. Yeah. I like, I always like hats. I like that too. It's just a different kind. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody like what they like. Yeah, ain't nothing wrong with liking what you like, man. And enjoy. Ain't nothing wrong with enjoying, man. Have, you, got, you got to enjoy the fruits of your labor. You only get one life. You only live once. That's that's what that's what, I mean once once you figure out living <laughs> you figure it out you gonna live it to you so you once you figure out living you only live once so now I got it down pat I'm not saying for the day not uh technically I live for the day though 
you only live once. Once you figure out what living is to you, you're going to live it. Once you, you're going to live that every day that you then, wake up. And you then, only live once. YOLO. Some of y'all are not going to like this. Okay. But I don't care. Okay, tell them then. Like, one of my, I, I call him my friend. We was talking about, we was sitting around at work and we was having a discussion. Like say, at work, you got the crypto guy, the real estate guy, and the stock guy. So we sitting around talking about investing and so on and so forth. And buddy, he was of the mindset of, screw all that. I'm finna have fun. I'm finna live my life. Basically what he was saying was, I'm not finna spend all this money on whatever I want to. Because you might die today. I say, well, bro, just the statistics, I can never say that word. Statistically speaking, mm -hmm. you're 33 years old. The odds are you're going to wake up tomorrow. Very, if you take out, if you look at a percentage of maybe you get in a car accident, maybe you get shot. Maybe something just weird. Yeah, percentage the, yeah, the chance that you're not waking up tomorrow is small compared to the... As long as you don't do nothing stupid. Exactly. You might go out here and sniff some coke, get some fentanyl, you might not wake up tomorrow. But the odds are you're going to wake up tomorrow. The odds are in the favor of you're probably going to work up for the next 30 to 40 years. The odds are in your favor. So quit trying to feed me this bullshit about I might not be here tomorrow, so I'm going to do whatever I want today. That's cool. But at the same time, don't come to me with just deep uh, sob stories about, oh, yeah, man, I got to, my, my son's supposed to come visit for the summer, but I'm trying to figure out, I'm going to have to go get him. I can't get him. You know, I should send him a plane ticket. His mama told me I sent him a plane ticket. I told him to put him on the the mega bus, you don't want them to ride a mega bus. I'm just going to drive out there and get them. Okay, but a round trip plane ticket, $500? Me and you do the same thing. You don't make as much as I do because you haven't been doing it as long as I have. But I know what you're making because I hired you. You should be able to afford a $500 plane ticket, my boy. What is you doing with your money? But no, I want mismanagement. That's just uh, I want to live in this place. I want to go buy two phones. This is my work phone. I've been doing this job for what, like seven, eight years now. I, do I have a work phone? You've been doing it for three months, and you went and bought a whole new phone just for work that nobody respects. Nobody calls that phone because you didn't have that phone when you started. Everybody calls your other phone number. You out here flexing. You out here trying to keep up with me. You're checking on with me. Uh, oh, Polo wearing ass boy. Yeah, I wear Polo. I've been wearing Polo a while now. I like Polo. I like Ralph Lauren. It's my company. <laughs> Why wouldn't I wear my company? I wear the I'm Telling You podcast shirt. It's our company. Why wouldn't I wear my company stuff? It only makes sense. It only makes sense. But I digress. That really bothers me, though, when people... Try to use that as an excuse rather than, I guess it could be an excuse or it could be a lifestyle. You can't say, oh yeah, I just, 
you know what? <laughs> I'm, I'm not that that just you talking about. I'm just not finna do that because I'm having too much fun doing all this other shit. I can care less. I'm not trying to save no money. I'm not worried about my future or my kids' future. I'm just finna do what the hell I want to do. That's your lifestyle. Okay, cool. But don't sit around and talk to me about how you want to be on another level, but you're not willing to do the things right, it takes to get on that level. And that's people in general. They want the success they see, but they don't want the work that goes along with it. I mean, and a lot of it is just characteristics. <laughs> if your characteristics aren't the best, then you probably, you know, characteristics makes up a person and that, you know, dependable, reliable, honest, uh, whatever, whatever you want to use, that's characteristics. That's not an act. That's not, you know what I'm saying? Somebody can, can do this one time, but you want somebody who's consistent. Yeah. Who, you know what I'm saying? That's what they do. Like, everybody, you know, do everything, but you want someone who, like you said, I judge a person by if you do this more than you do that, then yeah. I feel like everybody does. That's what you are. If you lie more than you tell the truth, you are a fucking liar. Yeah. Everybody lies at some point about something to somebody for whatever reason they feel like they need to lie about. But most of the time you tell the truth, then, you know, at some point you can tell when they lie, they look at the ground or they, look, you know, whatever you can feel. You, bro, you don't know, man. So, you know. Lenny, a.k.a. Pee Wee, Right. Said, so Omar and Trife, good job on the podcast. Love your content, fellas. I'll be getting at you, fellas, when I politic with management of you know who. He talking about China Monet. Okay. It's a lot of red tape involved, and we need clearance for a definite decision. Continue, Continue to awaken our people. We go. For sure, man. Appreciate that, man. Appreciate that, man. I was trying to say something, man. I, I lost it when I read that. I, I just, I just want to continue to uplift, man. I mean, if if you're around me and you seek information or you don't know something, then I'm gonna enlighten you if I know. Because how else will you know? And that just goes back to you know what we was talking about a little earlier. If you never experienced it. Or never, like, how could you know? Yeah. How would they know? <laughs> how would they know? We got to know. <laughs> what they say on the, on the, uh, what it is, TikTok or whatever? How would they know? How would they, no, they like, know. I think they that's know. a lot of, a lot of a communication problem because we assume that people know. Yeah. People grow up different than you grew up. People emphasize different things than what your parents emphasize or what you emphasize. So something that bothers you might not be a problem to the next person because it was never brought to the attention that that was a problem. That's just the everyday living. So quit assuming that everybody lives by the same code and was raised by the same. Listen, everybody can be from the streets, but more people don't been through more shit in the streets. So that, you know what I'm saying? It's, Everybody's not on the same level. Everybody didn't go through the same thing. Some people were born in the shit. Some people was taught the shit. Some people just good at the shit. Some people just act like they good at it. It's all kind of scenarios. And you just have to be careful of, you know, who you run across and who you're dealing with. At the end of the day, got to be careful, my boy. Got to be careful.
Well, we we running up close to the end. Let's see what we, we talk about all that. Let's see. We have 5927. 5927. The last day. Uh, 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 what is that? You can't stop the rain. You can't stop the rain. You can't. You know the shit for the go. I, I want to. I got a question. Okay. Why do <laughs> people that look like Lamar give Lamar vibes? What is Lamar? What is the Lamar vibe? I'm a listen. What is the Lamar? Lamar definitely got black Air Force One energy. My butt. What is? It? Explain to the people what the Air Force Black Air Force One tendencies is. Because it's a couple people that I know to this day that I listen. encounter that give me Lamar vibe. And what is Lamar vibe? Then why did it come to? What? How do we get to this whole? It's not just started with Lamar Lamar vibe, but you know the whole. I guess, I don't know. I guess it comes down to they seem more dark-skinned people be that way than, or I guess when they say it's a light-skinned thing. Mm-hmm. Or it's a light, I guess they seem more light-skinned. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. I guess, but I don't know. Please. What you got to say? Okay. Lamar. Lamar. BML. Lamar is just simply that dude. Most neighborhoods have one. If not the neighborhood, the city have one. They just really don't care about much of nothing. Only thing Lamar care about is that little girl and his baby mama. That ain't even his little girl. <laughs> but in his mind, that's his little girl. That's his baby mama. He's the only daddy she know. I respect that. But anything outside of that house is food. He Lamar is the 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 ultimate personification of the lion mentality. Outside of my pride, everything is food or fight. It ain't even outside of his pride. Outside of him. No, his, his pride is this big. His pride is that little girl, oh, that you know, woman. Have you seen that episode? The last one, episode seven? Yeah. Uh-uh. Oh, see? Yeah. <laughs> I was that shit with bootleg and I refused to watch. Nah, it ain't bootleg. It ain't on stars. That's why Star showed Star's the one that showed it first at twelve o'clock, but then they realized Oop, I ain't see it. Either way, they took it off. When I got time to see it with bootleg, so I watched it this week. Oh yeah, it's gonna come on. Yeah. But either way, okay. Lamar gives a fuck. At the end of that. Anytime look, anytime you see a dude get money mm-hmm. and he still won't get fresh, he still <laughs> won't get a haircut. He got on bummy clothes with a fat chain. Lamar cares about him. He has on dirty Air Force Ones. Air Force Ones, all black Air Force Ones are the easiest shoe to clean in America. If you won't take a soapy white red rag and wipe it across them Air Force Ones, you don't give a shit about nothing. Have you seen the shoes he bought the crew? Anybody don't know Air Force One? What he bought them? I don't know. Yeah, I think it's a dope man or something like that. Same thing. <laughs> we, we ain't getting one of that shit. Dope man. They come in white, they come in black, they come in white with a black stripe, they come in black with a white stripe. Air Force Ones, goddammit. He's a monster! I'm finna cut your water off. <laughs> that boy! How you gonna put a gun on your hip and still get poked out? I don't he, know. He should have been bobbing wig and wig. I don't know. He should have just Got poked the hell up. He was scared. Because <laughs> he was scared. That's what it was. He was scared. He thought Buddy went home. Yeah, let me get my shit. Then, oh shit, he in here. 
He just wanted out of the situation. Man, but listen, he just had enough time to take the gun and put it. He didn't get poked as soon as he put the gun in there. He sitting there, he, man. He didn't think it, he was going to get poked. After he got poked, you still should have been trying. I would have been dying from greeting for it or something. That nigga just died on the floor. Man, get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. I shot him as soon as I seen him. Was I realizing? You know what I'm saying? That's my point. That's all I'm saying. I'm already trying to get out of here. So that means we ain't cool no more. <laughs> I'm finna catch a body and I'm out. Yeah, man, but uh Lamar must have been through some things, man. They say they feel <laughs> it ain't official, but people's like Raising Lamar. Raising Lamar. Yeah. <laughs> I need to know why Lamar is like this. Yeah, he just he just he just he just been in and out, just I don't know, man. He had no good support system. He was I don't know. It's it's street. That boy came home it's day one home, banging Fat chicks on the bathroom floor or the weenie schnitzel spot. They hit my mom. Then came out and put his hands in his homeboy french fries. <laughs> <laughs> right after banging the fat chick on the floor of the weenie schnitzel, he came out and put his hands in his homeboy Lamar cares about nothing. He's an animal. I'm just saying that, but yeah, the, the Lamar vibe. You say, I, I understand that, but so, are you saying all dogs skinned people don't care about nothing? Cause, yeah, they say that. So, the Lamar vibe, it, it, it don't be light skinned people. It be dark. <laughs> what you said, then. I ain't saying that. So, the, so what, I was talking about Lamar specifically. Yeah, but I'm saying, dude. So, you know some light skinned Lamar? No. <laughs> 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 So, <laughs> so, <laughs> so why do you think that Lamar or Dorsky and typically, that's what I'm, okay. that's what I'm getting to. <laughs> this is my hypothesis, right? Okay. The light skin, okay, historically, let's go back historically. Okay. The light skin black male was, all, was coveted. Oh, look at him. He's light-skinned. Oh, he's got good hair. Oh, he's so cute. He was covered. He was treated different than Lamar. <laughs> Lamar had to go play outside. <laughs> the light-skinned boy, he got to sit in the AC. Man, it wasn't his fault. With the girls. Man, it wasn't his fault. They well, told him to stand out. He wanted to go outside. Come out there. <laughs> <laughs> Lamar, the the problem, hey. Lamar sitting out on the corner <laughs> in the heat. I've never, a light, look, I tell you, 
I'm about to get, we about to get canceled like hell. <laughs> Yo, still me, what happened? I've never been afraid of a light-skinned guy in my life. I've never ran into a light-skinned guy that put fear into my heart. But I have ran into some dark-skinned guys <laughs> with no haircuts. They got on. And why do you think that is, bro? Dusty clothes. <laughs> why do you think that is? What? Why do you think you, you, they made you feel that way? Because I'm dark skinned too. <laughs> and I know how I be feeling. And it's like, I will put my hands on you out here. That's class of the So, that's dark So, so they're a little darker than you. And they clothes a little dirty. <laughs> so, <laughs> Because to him, I'm light-skinned because he dark skinned <laughs> So, he, I'm light-skinned to him. See? But see, that's the divisiveness. Well, I see another dark-skinned guy. But he see... Yeah, that light-skinned over there. I never cared about the light-skinned, dark-skinned. But I just say, I've never met a light-skinned guy that put fear in my heart. Because they're always extra clean. How many dark, dirty, light-skinned guys you ever seen? <laughs> Even the broke ones be clean as hell. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Even the broke ones be clean as hell. I know. I, I, I know. I don't know. Dark-skinned guy coming through smelling like Popeyes. <laughs> he still got the flower on his. He don't care about none of that. Light-skinned dude come through that too. I ain't seen it. You see? His his work pants be pressed. Yeah, no. He got the clean button up. I'm sure you see your picture. <laughs> Give me a little right here. <laughs> look right here. No, you look like. <laughs> I'm just saying. Uh, I've never had a light scene guy threaten me, and I was like, I might need to back down. He don't want to get bru- If I hit him, it's going to bruise. He don't want that bruise. He pretty. <laughs> he don't want to walk around with that bruise. If you hit me, you probably ain't going to know that I got hit. Yeah. Yeah, he, he, he got a whole black. Put my trademark around his eye. Yeah, nah. Yeah, what do you think? You go home, you go to the hospital. It's your choice. <laughs> we end this right here. Nah, this ain't over with. You gonna get your ass beat. You better bring it. You better bring it. <laughs> I'm gonna get you coming out of jail. I got it in too. I take it in the jail. <laughs> you got it in your bag. Mm-mm. <laughs> no, when I go in, I, I ain't gonna tell y'all. Because y'all, y'all might be plotting on But no, it's not in my bag when I walk out of jail. It's on me. I keep it on me. Okay, that was up. Hey, man. They ain't got no sign on the gym. Right. That shit would be in your head. You punch your mind. Oh, yeah. You punch your mind. Mm-hmm. You punch your mind. Punch your back in your eye. We ain't going to shoot nobody. Oh, ain't no need to shoot nobody to get punched back. Yeah. Stew in the building. Yeah, I think. I he think been in the building. Anybody, anybody get some gun, anybody deserve it, you got to win three fights. If you don't win three fights, you don't never get no gun. And then if you win three fights, then you're going to probably realize that I don't need a gun every time. I'll probably beat his ass <laughs> before you go to shoot somebody. Yeah. But, you man. only really need a gun for other people that got guns. Yeah. And unless you're on that fuck shit. But if you run across the right person who's ready for people going on that fuck shit, then that's probably going to be your last fuck shit. Yeah. You go home, you go to the hospital. It's your choice.
Nah, ain't no need to go to the hospital. <laughs> they gonna take you anyway. Nah, they gotta take you because the coroner got to come in nah, pronounce it dead. Nah, the coroner gonna come right on the scene. And <laughs> ain't no need to take. Why are they gonna even waste the hospital room for? Uh, say, imagine you out here acting tough. And now you in the back of the ambulance. They tell you I ain't getting there. <laughs> they tell you I ain't getting there. But I don't do it. Yeah, man. Every, I mean, like I said, man. Think about shit that matters. Every situation, every action doesn't deserve a reaction. If it really bothers you, handle it another way. You ain't got to go live with it because niggas going to tell on you you ain't going to jail. Ooh. And they ain't going to put no money on your book. They're going to probably fuck your baby mama and your kids. They ain't going to get no learning but from the street. So think about all that shit. With that, I ain't got nothing to say. Me neither. I always remember be the reason somebody motivated or masturbated. Either way, way, you made it different. Oh, yo. And if you need one of these shirts, see these cool. I let me, man. Yeah, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. We out.